Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Steven. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know how I like to get your day started on the right foot, right? Well, today I want to take a little step back. I want to just lay back a little bit and talk about the way that we see ourselves. Now, this might not be one of those comments that really puts some pep in your step, but it's something that will help you throughout the day. Yeah, so here it is. This particular quote comes to you from Charlie Kaufman. He said, Perhaps I'm not interesting, but I am the only thing I have to offer, and I want to offer something. Think about that for a second. Yeah. What do you think of yourself? Hmm. Do you think you bring much to the table? Do you think you're interesting? Well, I can tell you right now that you bring a lot of value. You bring a lot to the table. And yes, you're very interesting. You have all these layers about you. Yet maybe you rarely ever let other people see those layers. Maybe you're what we call an introvert. You kind of keep to yourself. You like being in your own little bubble, in your own little world. But every now and then, we get a glimpse of what's underneath the surface. All of us out here. And we like what we see. So, I just want to remind you, even if you feel like you don't bring a lot, that you're not interesting, that you're just another person. (laughs) In the words of one amazing movie called The Help, (laughs) you need to hear this. Do you remember how it goes? Huh? You are kind. (laughs) You are smart. You are special. And you are important. So I want you to remember that today. And as that reality sinks in, it's going to help you feel better. It's going to help you have a better day. I believe it. So think about it. Marinate on it today and see how it helps you. And you know one other thing? You need to remember exactly who God says that you are. He loves you more than anything on this earth. (laughs) And that'll make you feel good for sure. Here's Phil Wickham with Him of Heaven. How I long to breathe the air of heaven. Happy fall, y'all. Did you know today's the actual first day of fall? And you know what? It's supposed to cool off too, so it's going to be feeling the part. I'm thankful for that. Uh, Hey, this song right here would be a great addition to your church's praise and worship worship set. It is so good. It's Patrick Mayberry with Holy Spirit Come. Maybe you're on your way to work today, and you know what? There is something to really be thankful for at your workplace. I bet you haven't thought about celebrating it either. But it's something that you really thrive on. In fact, it helps you get through the day. Yeah. It's those interactions with a particular coworker. That one who seems just a little off. <laughs> Here, I think this does it justice. Take a listen to this. Listen, there's friends, there's family. But then there is that one coworker, that one, that makes work a little less miserable. 
Shout out to those coworkers. Yes, shout out to those coworkers. So, who is your work bestie? Who is that person that makes your day better? Well, you know what? Maybe today, give them a little extra love. Yeah. Your stars go dim with Yes He Does right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Have you forgotten the one who first called you by name? Okay, so my daughter Grace is learning how to read, and she's doing a really good job, right? She's in second grade, and she always has these passages she has to bring home and read. And so I'll help her through it, right? Lots of times, my wife will do it, but yesterday, I got to do it. So I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of reading it upside down because I got it pointed toward her. And I notice that when she gets to these smaller words, like the three-letter words, sometimes she's not getting those right because I think maybe she's just seeing the first letter and she's just filling in the rest of it. So instead of him, it becomes um, her. Or instead of, you know, one of the small words, it's it's just something else. It's like she just assumes it's the word she's thinking of. She just fills in the blank. And I tell her, I said, no, darling, you've got to slow down and read this word. You know, maybe his turns into the or vice versa. Well, let me tell you, I think we all fall into that trap from time to time. We assume what the word is without fully reading it. <laughs> and sometimes it can get us into a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. I've got a story coming up of a lady who um, got herself into a little bit of a pickle because of this. She saw the word main entrance, but it wasn't the word main entrance. What could it have been? Well, let's just say she feels a little less than today. Because of what she did. Stick around, I'll tell you. You'll laugh. All will be well, and we'll have a good old time here on the radio. Okay, so say you're at a restaurant. You get up. You have to go to the restroom. Maybe you're just going to wash your hands, right? But you got your phone in front of you, and you're not paying attention to where you're going. So you walk through a door. Just so it happens, you see people in there with long hair if you're a guy. Or you see people in there with really short hair if you're a lady. You just realize... You stepped into the wrong bathroom. <laughs> yeah, what happens then? You quickly turn around, maybe say, I'm sorry, and you get out of there, right? It's really easy. You just turn around and get out. But what happens when you end up entering a place that's not so easy to turn around? Well, let me tell you, this lady found herself in a pickle because, well, I'll just let her explain it to you. It's so good. It's going to make you laugh. So uh, here, take a listen to her little story. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what I just did. So I came to the golf course to pick up my boyfriend. Okay. And I've never been here before. So I'm going up the road, pulling in right where the maps is telling me. And then I get to a Y in the road and I see like one side of the road is paved and the other side of the road is like rocks. I see a sign that says main entrance pointing towards like the little trail. So I'm like, you know, that's kind of weird, but whatever I'll go. So I go down and it's like, a four-wheeler trail and i'm thinking like this is kind of dangerous like what if there was a car coming towards me like that would be kind of you know like there's not a lot of room here so i go down and there's like hills and this and that and i'm like okay and i come up and i see like this big building this big like steel barn basically and it says like whatever golf course on it and i was like that is like that is really dingy looking, and I've never seen a main entrance hall thing to a golf course look like that before, but I was like, 
K whatever still didn't see any cars so I was like maybe the parking lot's like up ahead of it so I like pull up ahead go around the turn when I go around the turn I'm physically on the golf course with my vehicle like uh, not on the grass like on little trail and then I realized that I was like on the golf cart trail I was like someone is gonna come arrest me right now like what so then okay so it's so narrow I, there's nowhere to turn around and I can't like yeah the trail keeps going through the golf course but I'm not gonna ride my Honda Civic all the way across so then I'm like backing up through this little narrow golf cart trail until I finally get to a spot that I can turn around so I was freaking out when I noticed that I was like on the golf course you know the audio that's like I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a panic attack right now like that was me fully freaked out came out i was like that is so stupid i was so mad why would they have a sign that says main entrance that way like that is so stupid and i come back out and i look at the sign and it says maintenance maintenance not main entrance it says maintenance so if you seen like a if you work at a golf course and you've seen a white honda civic like kind of going out there please don't be mad at me i would never do that i was not trying to cause trouble i thought it said main entrance and i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it happens it happens to us all in some way or another maybe not on a golf course but so moral of the story make sure you pay attention to the words on those signs don't just take a glance and assume <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Yeah, put a smile on your face, make you chuckle a little bit. Well, that's what I'm here for, to help make your day just a little bit better. Sometimes we do that through having a little fun with people's stories. All right, stick around. We got your weather and word of life coming up shortly. Wendy is a pretty cool mom, and she tries her best to make sure that her son eats healthy. I mean, she gives him healthy food at home, but there's something about when he goes to the cafeteria at school. He just will not eat any of the healthy options that she packs in his lunchbox. So what does she do? Well, let me tell you, she's tried <laughs> for so long to get those healthy options eaten. But for some reason, all those healthy things, they keep coming back home. So she's kind of decided to, you know, make sure her kid has something to eat that he will eat because he's a picky eater. So what does she send? Some people might call it junk food. In, in fact, uh, one of the teachers did call it junk food, sent a note home, and kind of food shamed this kid. To which he told mom, maybe you should start packing me sandwiches again. But you see, here's the deal. He wasn't touching a sandwich at school before. That's the reason why mom was putting in things like, I don't know, granola bars. Yeah, pretzels, cheese sticks. These things were being seen as junk food? Yeah, that's what the teacher said. So this mom is like, hey, I don't understand what's going on here. I'm packing what I know my kid will eat because I don't want him coming home hungry. So it's kind of a weird place we find ourselves, isn't it? Because it seems like everybody has their nose in everybody's business. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I know there's a difference between a kid just eating junk and a kid eating what they need to have a successful day at school. But when it comes to picky eaters like this, especially with foods like I just described, it seems like that would be acceptable, you know? We're not talking about bags of candy corn and, and pockets full of nacho cheese they're just drinking. No, this is food that will get them by until they get home. And I know we have some amazing teachers who sometimes bring things 
healthy options to give their kids in case they notice that they have just not enough to eat. And I think that's great. But there was one lady in Australia, speaking of this story, who got a note sent home with their three-year-old that said, your child had a chocolate slice of cake from the red food category in their lunchbox today. Please choose healthier options for your child. And I'm like, hold on a second. That's going a little too far, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I know that we have some amazing teachers who are looking out for our kids, but I also know we have some families who are trying just to make it. Sometimes there might not be a whole lot in that lunchbox because there's not a lot in the kitchen to put in there in the first place. And I'm thankful for things like blessings in a backpack. I'm thankful for things like the Caring Heart Thrift Store's Teen Pantry because they provide food for free for these kids who need it. So I'm just saying, sometimes food shaming, it's just not the right, not the right option. It's not the right choice. We've got to do better, you know? And I haven't heard any stories of this happening locally where people were food shamed for the lack of food or the quality of food that they brought to school. But I'm just saying, we've got to look out for each other, right? Yeah. And hey, maybe even support these local ministries and organizations that are trying to make sure our kids have what they need to thrive and to learn and have a brighter future. Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Coming up here in about three minutes, I'm going to have a chance for you to have some fun. We've got the car line competition coming up. Three gift cards going to be given away each time I give a trivia question. Yeah, one to Gunner's Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. So are you going to win this morning? I sure hope so. Hope to hear from you soon. I'll tell you what, i got to play a song between now and then. Might as well play this one right here. It's a good one. Ben Fuller with Who I Am right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn! That's how we start the car line competition. Your chance to win it. three gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. Yeah, it's a trivia game. I ask a question, give you the cue to call. After you call me and give me the right answer first, you get all three gift cards. One to keep and two to give away. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's our way of making your day better and helping you to make other people's day better better as well so you want to get started want to play this game i hope you win this morning here's the first question for your car line competition it's all about the math it's going to be an easy one here what is 35 divided by seven is it three four five or six be the first caller at 256-505-0885 and let me know oh my goodness i've already got a caller stay on the phone line with me while i start this next song and i will get your answer Here's Dan Bremnes with Hold You Tight, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Emery. Emery, what's going on? Oh, you know, I, I've actually um, had a really rough morning, you know. Uh, I'm so blessed and grateful for all that God's done for me, though. He's, he's walked me through every valley 
um, and he has made promises to me and all that kind of stuff, but I thought it would make me feel a little better if I called him. <laughs> I gotcha. So... Well, I'm sorry yeah. you're feeling a little down. I think it's great that you're keeping that thankfulness up. But what's going on? Why, why are you down? Why are you having a hard time? What's happening? Um, you know, I've been just I've been going through a long season in my life for about two years, and the enemy has just been trying to take me out, really. And I know it's because, well, I mean, he tries to take out everybody, but uh, just I uh, I finally had my eyes open to God's truth recently and so I've actually been through spiritual warfare because of it and it's been about a month of spiritual warfare Mm. Um, so it's been like a lot of like mental uh, warfare and all that kind of stuff but God he's really good and uh, even though there are uh, hard things going on in my life there's a lot of uh, great things um, especially like with my music and all of that there's a lot of doors that are opening up for me um with that and I'm super excited about that kind of stuff so it's kind of like a this great thing is happening and this terrible thing is happening but we're moving forward I got you I got you I think you have the right mentality and the right attitude about it but tell you what can we pray for you real quick yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, right now we lift up Emery Berry to you, and we thank you for who she is in you. And we thank you for her thankfulness, Father, that she can see the positive in the middle of the negative. Now you know what she's going through, this mental anguish, all the stuff she's dealing with. Father, I thank you that you give us peace that passes all understanding. You've not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, in a sound mind. And right now, I ask you to put a hedge of protection around Emery's mind. Father, please let her think on the good things of you and let these attacks stop. Father, thank you for giving her the strength to get through it right now. Give her the support that she needs by the people around her as well. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Now, you want to have some fun? Yes. All right. Here we go. I've got a math question for you. Now, it's not been too long since you went to math class. You're in college right now, aren't you? Yeah. I hope I don't get this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's try it then. Let's see. What is 35 divided by 7? Is it 3, 4, 5, or 6? Uh, 5. Emery. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry to tell you. I'm playing. It's correct. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I had to have... Math is not my best subject. It's clearly my worst subject, so I was kind of scared. I'm right there with you. I, You know, I got as far as pre-calculus trigonometry at Wallace State, and I had to let it go because it just kicked my butt. It was bad, but anyway, I know you're going to do fine, though. You got a math class this semester? Um, I actually uh, made it through both of my math uh, classes that I had to do. Uh, last year, so I shouldn't have to do any more math. Yay! And remind me, what's your major? Um, currently, I'm doing general education, but I plan on transferring to maybe like college in Nashville and uh, get a worship leading degree. Ooh, look at you. That's amazing stuff. You know, I'm it's, excited. it's great because your early years of college are really that time to figure out what you want to do. And, you know, when I was going to Wallace State, I wanted to go pre-med. So I was in like chemistry and all the extra maths and all that stuff. And I realized that music was my calling and I wanted to be a music minister. So I ended up going into uh, getting a degree in music. So I went to Wallace and then went to Jacksonville State. And you know what? Now I work with music every single day at a radio station. So it all worked out. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) 
so it's the only thing I want to do. So. Yeah. Well, I know you're going to make it big. I know you're going to you're going to get your break, Emery. You just keep after it, okay? Thank you. Thank you're welcome. You so much. Hey, let me grab your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way. All right, Emery. Thank you so much for calling, and I hope you have thank a great you day. For the prayer. Oh, you're thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right, bye. God bless. God bless. Bye. Let me tell you, Emery Berry is hungry. Let me tell you how hungry she is. You remember that big Crowder show that happened a few months ago at the Sand Mountain Amphitheater? Well, Emery was there, but so was Betty Rock. You know who Betty Rock is? She's from Way FM. She's on a, a morning show with Wally on Way FM. And Becca, um, yeah, Betty Rock is, is cool, right? Well, Emery could not leave that place without trying to get her attention and sure enough as we were walking from the stage after we said a little bit before the concert Emery came up and, and was starting to talk with Betty Rock and said hey how can I get my stuff to you I, I really want you guys to hear it and I think it's amazing she's got that tenacity she is her own advocate trying to make this stuff work and she's really an amazing artist as well tell you what I want to play one of her songs real quick and we'll get back on this car line competition right after okay but this one right here I think you're really going to like it's called Ya Lose. Y A <laughs> Lose. So here, take a listen to this. Emery Berry. I don't know about you, but I got the goosebumps on that one. Oh, feeling it. I love it. Emery Berry, thank you so much for calling in this morning. I'm so glad I could play your music here on the radio. <laughs> I hope that lifts your spirits a little bit, young lady. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. All right. Hey, tell you what. I've got another question here for the car line competition. Do you want to win a couple gift cards? If so, you need to be the first caller to answer this question. How do you spell the word two in this sentence? But Mr. Cranky was too excited to listen to anyone except himself. Do you spell it like the number Two with the number? Do you spell it T-W-O? Do you spell it T-O or do you spell it T-O-O? 256-505-0885. Call me up and let me know. Again, how do you spell the word two in this sentence? But Mr. Cranky was too excited to listen to anyone except himself. Be the first caller to let me know. I got a caller right now. Ooh, stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song and I'll get your answer. Here's Austin French with good feeling right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Now your word of life today from Psalm 85, verse 2 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for that. And you know what? That kind of news is worth sharing. So why don't you share this word of life with somebody in your life today? We've got it for you in photo and video form across Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. And that just happens to be the place where you can go to listen to us whenever you're away from your radio. All you have to do is click that on now button just below that word of life. Press play, and you're good to go. Right now, we got people listening to us in Florida, Texas, North Alabama, and Finland. Wow. Thanks for making us part of your day. All right, it's always a blast playing this car line competition. And guess what? I got an answer to that last question. Let me play it for you. Then I'll give you a chance to win a three, not a couple, but three gift cards on the next question. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good, how are you? I'm doing okay. Who am I talking to? JC. JC, okay. So, um, what's in your plans today? What's you going to be doing today? Um, I'm going to school and um, I think we're going to have STEM today. Oh, cool. So, remind everybody what STEM is. 
Um, Sin is like really like robotics, but it's like more technology. Gotcha. Yeah, because STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. It's a pretty cool class. You know, even my daughter Grace, who's in second grade, she loves STEM lab. That's what she looks forward to every week. So, are y'all going to be doing robotics or what? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do STEM today, but Monday is robotics. Oh, very good. Cool. We've been learning about these ball things that you can move with like a computer. Yeah. Nice. So you can program stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. What grade are you in? Um, I'm in fifth. Very good. Well, hey, you want to have some fun this morning? Yeah. I got a question for you. It's all about spelling. Are you a good speller? Yes. <laughs> all right. How do you spell the word two in this sentence? But Mr. Cranky was too excited to listen to anyone except himself. T-O-O. Congratulations. That's right. You just won Three gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, one to Caring Heart Thrift Store, and Arab. What do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We love doing this, but here's the part I love more than anything, I think, is finding out who means a whole lot to you. So we want you to keep one of these gift cards and give the other two away. Can you tell me about two special people in your life? Um, my mom and my sister. Your mom and your sister. So tell me something special about your mom. Um, she's like really kind-hearted and loving to anybody she's like never met. So wow, very cool. And about your sister? Um, well, she can be mean sometimes, but she <laughs> always she always has her hardest to make me happy. So awesome. Awesome. I got you. I've got a little brother. I know exactly how that is. So thank you for sharing the love. Is mom in the car with you right now? Yes, I'm right here. Oh, my goodness. Mom, what do you think about her shouting you out on the radio, sharing some love? I know. It makes my heart beam. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you all so much. Y'all have a wonderful day, and I'll get these gift cards in the mail. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. JC, thanks again for calling me. Always glad to hear from you. And come on, shouting out mom on the radio. That's awesome. It's good stuff. And even with sister, come on. That is cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. those those uh, siblings can kind of get on your nerves. But uh, let me tell you, because um, I didn't know how it would turn out. Um, it turns out pretty good. You still you love each other. You get past all of the stuff that you dealt with as kids. And you become closer as you become adults. And it's a really cool relationship. So, yeah, it's going to be good for you. All right. I've got another question here on the car line competition. Are you going to be my next caller? Well, let's find out. i got a question here for you. All right. Who wrote the book, I Wish That I Had Duck Feet? Was it Jill Murphy, Dr. Seuss, Julia Donaldson, or Rald Dahl? 256-505-0885 is the number to call and this one might be a little tricky for you but we're going to see if you get the right answer I got a phone caller right now stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song and I will get your answer All right, here's Colton Dixon with Build a Boat right here on the Lifeline Morning Show 88.5 JFM good morning good morning hey who am I talking to Tyson very cool Tyson what grade are you in Second. Second grade. All right. I think maybe you've read a book or two by this author. I've got the title of a book, and I wonder if you know who wrote it. So the name of the book is, I Wish That I Had Duck Feet. Did Jill Murphy, Dr. Seuss, Julia Donaldson, or Rald Dahl write that book? Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss is correct. 
Congratulations! That just scored you three gift cards. What do you think about that? Good. Yeah, I think it's good too. Now, what's your favorite Dr. Seuss story? Cat in the Hat. The Cat in the Hat. You know what? That's my favorite one too. Cool. Do you like thing one and thing two in there? Yes. How about the goldfish? I really like the goldfish. Me too. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, I want you to tell me about two people in your life that mean a whole lot to you. My mom and my dad. Oh, tell me something special about mom. She always helps me when I get trouble, when I get to learn what I don't know. Oh, very good. My chapter book. Oh, nice. And what about dad? Tell me something special about him. He takes me places. Like where? Um, Dollar Tree. Yeah. That used to be one of my favorite things to do was go into the Dollar Tree and maybe get a toy or two. So you like going in there, huh? Yeah. Very cool. Well, you know what? I think it's awesome that you're shouting out some love on the radio to your mom and your dad. you got a big heart, and I'm so glad to give you these gift cards. So can I talk to mom or dad real quick? I'll grab your address and get these in the mail, okay? So much fun. Thanks again for calling me, Tyson. And you know what? You unlocked a childhood memory for me. One of my favorite toys to get from the Dollar Tree and even from the grocery store were those punch balloons, the really thick ones that you blow up really big and they had a rubber band you tied on them. And then you would just bounce them off your fist over and over and over again. Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> but hey, I got to thinking, we should probably recite a little bit of this of this Dr. Seuss book. I wish that I had duck feet because I don't remember ever reading this. I'm going to kill the music and I'm going to read for you just a little bit of I wish I had duck feet. I wish that I had duck feet and I can tell you why. You can splash around in duck feet. You don't have to keep them dry. I wish that I had duck feet. No more shoes. No shoes for me. The man down at the shoe store would not have my size. You see? (laughs) That's just a taste (laughs) of I wish that I had duck feet. Dr. Seuss, I had no idea that that book was around. But you know what? He really had a way with words, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And uh, tell you what, I think maybe we've got some more people who'd like to try to win some gift cards here on the radio. So I might just have another question for you. Another car line competition question. We'll see. Maybe if you know the answer to this one. Okay, so we've been talking about polygon names all week long. It's been like a theme, right? I've asked you, you know, which one has eight? That was an octagon. Which one has four? That's a quadrilateral, right? So here, here's today's question. What is the polygon name for a three-sided shape? Is it quadrilateral, triangle, pentagon, or hexagon? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, who, um, what is the polygon name for a three-sided shape? Is it a quadrilateral? A triangle, a pentagon, or a hexagon? 256-505-0885. I've got somebody on the phone line. Stay there for me for just a second while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. It's Ryan Stevenson when we fall apart, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. i got to let you know, I don't plan things like this very often. God just, I think he's just having fun. But you know that song that just played? It was talking about the loss that we deal with in life from time to time, right? Well, guess who I just heard from? on the car line competition, a hospice nurse. You're going to hear from her coming up after your weather and word of life with her answer to the car line competition. A lot of love being shared on the radio and a big heart. So stick around. Having some fun with this car line competition this morning. I'm telling you what. I just heard from somebody. 
who deals with some pretty serious things on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, you know how it feels to lose somebody. I mean, it's it's no surprise. I mean, that's kind of in the cards for all of us, right? We cease to exist on this earth. But that's just a hard time, that transition, that journey out of this place. But there's some amazing people who help that journey be a little bit smoother. Those are our hospice nurses. They have huge hearts. And I got to hear from one of them this morning on the way to work. And I want to share this conversation with you. And this is just good. I love this. This is the one thing I love about the car line competition. I never know who I'm going to hear from. Here, take a listen to this. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So uh, what are you up to? I'm actually driving to work. Oh, very cool. Where do you work? Um, I work for Inhabit Hospice. Oh, thank you for what you do. That, thank you. That can be a hard job. Do you work with patients? I do. I'm a nurse. Yes, wow. Sir. I got you. Mm. All right. So I've got a question. But it's a blessing. You know what? That's what I hear from a lot of people who work in hospice. I know that you can't really get attached because they may not be around for too long. Once hospice is called in, you just assume the end is near. But it takes... You absolutely do get attached, though, and that's okay because it makes you love them more and do better for them. Wow. I love that. Seriously, I think it takes a special person to do that, so thank you. You're welcome. All right, I've got a question for you here. We're talking about polygon names... What's the polygon name for a three-sided shape? Is it quadrilateral? Is it triangle, pentagon, or hexagon? It's a triangle. That is exactly right. Somebody paid attention in geometry class. (laughs) Uh, My daughter is a math teacher. She would be mad at me if I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Where does she teach? She teaches at um, Brewer High School. Oh, very cool. Over in Morgan County. First year. Her first year teaching. She just graduated. Oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Well, I hope that, you know what, this is just the first year of her three-year journey to tenureship because it can take teachers a long time to get tenure. So I hope that she gets it right off the bat. Yes, sir. All right. So with your correct answer, you just won three gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. So we want you to keep one and give the other two away to two people who really mean a lot to you. And I wonder, who are they? Well, probably give one, use the one for the Albertville Home Bakery for our memorial service that we have for our patients every year. Wow. Okay. That's special. In the caring heart, I will probably let our social worker know about it and see if we don't have a patient that could use it. Awesome. You've got a big heart. Thank you so much, not only for doing what you do, but for sharing the love on the radio and just for, you know, sharing a little light in a really dark place. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let me grab your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Thank you. You're welcome. Rebecca, it was so nice to hear from you this morning. Again, seriously, thank you for all that you do. And for all of you hospice nurses listening this morning, thank you. It's huge what you do on a daily basis. You are needed. And you know what? Sometimes you take the brunt of some really raw emotions that the family members are dealing with. But you keep going. Thank you for doing what you do. Keep up the good work. All right. Hey, I've got enough time for one more question for the car line competition. If you want to win, well, I wonder if you know the answer to this question right here. This one's near and dear to my heart. 
What type of instrument is a drum? Is it a stringed instrument, a brass instrument, a percussion instrument, or a woodwind instrument? 256-505-0885 is a number to call. Waiting on your call right now. Just be the first caller to tell me what type of instrument is a drum. Is it a string, brass, percussion, or woodwind instrument? 256-505-0885. Call me up. Let me know. Win three gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, and one to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. Here's Matt Powell from New It's New Creation. I thought I knew what I was talking about. I was just sitting here thinking to myself, this hour has completely flown by. Does that ever happen to you? You get really busy and it's just like, where did the time go? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of great, isn't it? Are you kidding me? Did I win? All you got to do is answer a question for me. All right, here we go. Your question is this. What type of instrument is a drum? Is it a string, brass, percussion, or woodwind instrument? Woodwind. Okay, let's talk this, this through. Okay, a woodwind instrument usually involves an instrument with a reed that has to be placed in your mouth to make a sound. A drum, on the other hand, is hit with sticks. So I'm going to take woodwind and string off the table and I'll give you two more options. Here they are. Is a drum a brass instrument or a percussion instrument? What? Is a drum a brass instrument or a percussion instrument? Percussion. That's exactly right. Congratulations to you. You just won three gift cards. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. And you know what? What? I was just seeing if you would give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about second, third, and fourth chances around here. So, yeah, you got them. But now, here's the hard part. You ready for this? I get to ask. I'm ready for it. I get to ask you, who are you going to give your extra two gift cards to? Two people that mean a lot to you. Well, you know what? I'm in the giving spirit today, and I'm giving them all away to whoever you think is giving today. Oh, wow. So... It's it's up to me to give them away? It's up to you. Wow. Thank you for that. The goodness gracious. Never have I ever had the tables turned on me like this. So that's well, cool. Today is your day. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'll take you up on that. I will find three people to give away these gift cards to. And I'm telling you what, it's going to put a smile on their face. And I'm going to tell them that, that you gave them to them because really it's you. So give me your name real quick. Amy Gilbreth. Amy Gilbreth. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a fan of the show. And thanks for just having some fun on the radio. And you know what? I should give it away because I was totally lost. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. It happens. You know, what really would have been fun is if I would have asked you what kind of instrument is a banjo. Because a banjo has a drum and it has strings. So which is it? Is it a stringed instrument or is it a percussion instrument? It's technically both. So, you know. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I just appreciate everything you do. So, you know what? It's your day. Oh, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day as well. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, so it's time for me to shout out some people on the radio. Wow, thank you so much for that, Amy. That's that's a lot of fun. So I'm going to shout out three people. I'm giving these gift cards to you. Ready for this? Pastor Stephen Swords of Victory Baptist Church. Pastor Keith Hodges of Liberty Church in Arab. And Pastor Quentin Williams of Life Point Church in Albertville. 
You guys rock. You do amazing. You guys are amazing pastors, and I'm thankful for you. And our community is thankful for you as well. So a gift card coming to each of you. All right. Hey, that's going to bring us to the end of the car line competition, and we'll do it again tomorrow starting at 7 o'clock. But you know what? we got like two hours of show left. What are we going to talk about? I'm glad you asked because I still don't know yet. No, I'm playing. I've got an idea. <laughs> Stick around. We'll have some fun, okay? 88.5 JFM is WJIA Guntersville. Online at 885JFM.com. Now, two amazing voices together on this track. It's Danny Goki and Corin Hawthorne. The name of the song is We All Need Jesus. And that's true. Some of us more than others, right? <laughs> no, I'm playing. We all need him equally. We're so quick to point a finger. We judge things from my point of view. There's this guy that spent part of his childhood right here in Gunnersville, Alabama, who is a national um, Christian music recording artist. And this guy sounds amazing. So glad that he has local ties here in Gunnersville. His name is Joel Vaughn, and he's got a new song out. It's called Friend. And I want to play for you the story behind the song, because very rarely do we ever get to hear the motivation, the inspiration behind the song. So I want to take this moment to really share this with you. I'm going to let him do it, actually. So here, take a listen to Joel Vaughn tell you just a little bit about his brand new song. It's called Friend. Around January of 2021, uh, so in the course of about three months, I lost people in my life that were very near and dear to my heart, very important to me. And during that time, I'm serving in ministry, I'm traveling on the road, and I'm either on a plane or I'm in a bus or I'm driving in a car doing what God has called me to do. And in all of that, there are times where I just kind of felt like I was alone. Sometimes I wake up on Monday mornings at 5 a.m. thinking, man, I feel really alone and I feel so worn out and I feel so tired. And I know that I have all of these hurdles that I got to jump through in ministry and I got to lead worship on Sunday. And I love to have reminders with me. So when I do wake up at five o'clock on a Monday morning or three o'clock or whatever, I look to this. I look to Jesus and his words, especially uh, in James 1 where it talks about trials. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. I know that he wants the best for me, and I know that he's walking with me through it all. He is my friend, and he is your friend too. Even when I'm walking through the valley of dark shadow. Joel Vaughn with Friend. You know what? Jesus is always there for you. And I love how even in our darkest moments, he can give us a little ray of hope. Sometimes those dark moments involve the loss of a loved one. It's hard. Days, the weeks, the months, even the years after they pass. and You're holding on to all those good memories, but it's just not the same without them around, right? Sometimes that inspires people to pay it forward. Let me tell you about one mom and how she paid it forward for her daughter. See, Caitlin Foster took her daughter, Lacey, to a toy shop because Lacey had been given some money from Grandma, and so she was there to get something, a toy at around $10. That's how much she was given. So here they are looking, and this little girl, she's like preschooler, 
right? She's a little one. And she's looking at all these toys and everything she picks up is more than $10. And so mom is having a real hard time trying to rein her in until she's approached by three of the workers there at the store. Yeah. She said, we were in aisle, in the aisle and three staff members came over. I'm guessing one was the manager and they asked if they could give me the gift card that it had been left by a woman in memory of her daughter who would have turned four that day. It was a $50 gift card. And Caitlin said, I just started to cry. And then the workers were crying too. It was very emotional. They said they'd been crying all morning since they found out about the gift card. So Caitlin posted about it on social media in hopes that the woman might see it and know they had gone to someone. She says, and all I can say is if Juno's mommy that was the daughter who would have turned four if Juno's mommy is reading this I just want to say a huge thank you you made my girl so happy and I'm thinking about you and your family it's very kind what you've done and it's inspired others to do the same wow what a story right out of this tremendous loss came something beautiful God just has a way of redeeming things. And it was from that point of loss that somebody else received a a blessing. How cool is that? I just had to share it with you. It's one of those that just, it hits you in the heart. You know what I mean? You know what I think? God really loves us. Here's Crowder and Dante Bo to sing about it. I've got a friend Closer than a brother There is no judgment Oh, how he loves me I've got a friend When I talk about motivational speakers, I bet certain people come to mind for you. I mean, maybe your pastor is very motivational. Also inspirational. I think that's amazing. Yeah, you know what? That fear of public speaking. Uh, Your pastor, I bet he had it at one point. In in fact, he might still have it, but somehow he rises above it every Sunday. And I love that. Our pastors do such a good job. But you know, other motivational speakers, hmm, who could they be? Like Tony Robbins, I've heard of him. He seems to be really motivational, very inspirational, yeah? I don't know, maybe Simon Sinek? He seems to be one as well. Yeah, there are a few people in business I could think of. Hmm, there's Grant Cardone. Yeah. But hey, I I wonder if you've ever heard of this motivational speaker. Her name is Charlotte Ann Tucker. Let me tell you, this little kid packs a punch, and she's always bringing you something inspirational. I got a hold of one of her videos over on TikTok, and that's how you can find her, by the way. Just type in Charlotte Ann Tucker, and you'll find her. But, um, you know, every now and then, we do need to keep a check on our attitude. And she's got a little something to say about that. They told me to check my attitude at the door. And when I did, it was still there. (laughs) Yep, that attitude is always with you, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Charlotte Ann Tucker really has a way with words. And here's one. Here's, Here's a little more motivation for you from her over on TikTok. Guess what? You can. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. This little girl, she is a just ray of sunshine. You should go check her out. Again, she's on TikTok. 
It's Charlotte Ann Tucker is how you find her. And that video I played for you about the attitude, yeah, that's already got over 85,000 views. This little girl is going viral, and she's so young. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes we need the little ones to speak into our lives. It just hits a little bit differently, you know? Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, I got some more great music for you. How about some We the Kingdom with Miracle Power? This is such a good song. Turn it up. Blast it in the car stereo. You know what? Maybe even do a little shoulder dance with it. Bobble that head. People might look at you like you're crazy, but it's okay. It's a good song. It's worth it. This is for the lost and lonely. For the broken and afraid. How's it feeling out there right now? Not half bad, right? Yeah, we got some blue sky, we got some sunshine, some green leaves out there, and it's going to feel cooler as the day goes on. Yeah, your forecast is brought to you by some pretty amazing people. Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash. They're a locally owned, locally operated, full-service family car wash in the home of the unlimited monthly wash plan. They're at the top of the mountain in Gunnersville, next door to Gunnersville Chevrolet. That's Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash. Now your word of life. Today it comes to you from Psalm 85, verse 2, in the New Living Translation of the Bible. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. Think about that. That's you and me today. We are his people. And he has washed away our sins, hasn't he? Yeah. Now keep in mind, this particular verse is coming to you from Psalm, Old Testament. You know what? We're on the other side of this New Testament. And I can tell you. I'm pretty happy about the washing away of my sins because, come on, the Bible tells me a whole lot about sin. Mm -hmm, It's a lot of negative stuff. Uh, Yeah, the wages of sin is death, but thank God that he sent his son, Jesus, to come and take care of that, to pay our price, to make sure we could be with him again. I love that. The Father sending the Son, and then having the Holy Spirit here on earth in our hearts to guide us into all truth. It's huge, and it's worth sharing with somebody. So why don't you share this word of life with somebody in your life today? We've got it ready for you all across social media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And, of course, it's at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. I'd love to shout out everybody listening to us right now on the stream. You guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with us from across the country. We've got Joe Modis in Palm Coast, Florida. We've got... Melissa over in Woodville, Texas. We've got Atlanta, Georgia listening right now. We've got Huntsville, Albertville, Boaz, Gunnersville, Arab, Grant. We've got all kinds of people listening. And let's not forget our friends over in Helsinki, Finland, hanging out with us this morning. Hey, whether you're listening to us on the stream or on the radio, thank you for making us part of your day. Honestly, you're the reason why we're here in the first place. And guess what? This month, we are celebrating 27 years years of being here and you know what we've got a bright future ahead of us a lot of great plans a lot of great things coming so uh, i'll be telling you more as we get a little closer but some good stuff coming okay all right more great music headed your way i've got pat barrett with the way right here right now on the lifeline morning show on your 88.5 jfm making your day better sometimes people get really creative with spelling Right, especially like uh, when they're spelling words in places where you don't think to look. I mean, you hear of some people maybe cutting designs in their yard, uh, even words in their yard or in their fields, farmers in their fields, creating these messages that you can only see from an airplane above. Pretty cool, right? Well, I've got a story of some pretty amazing people who were giving away some food 
who decided to spell a huge word, the name of their organization, actually. And guess what? And they received a uh, Guinness World Record for how big of a word this thing was. And it's a little inspirational here. I'm going to share it with you, and I'm going to share with you some news about a food giveaway happening right here in our community on October 8th. So stick around. I'll talk about it coming up after Elevation Worship and Same God right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Guinness World Records. You hear about this stuff in the headlines, and it's like, sometimes, what? Why would they want to have a record of doing that? But, you know, it just keeps on going. And, um, yeah, what kind of stuff are we talking about? How about having the most career goals? That's actually a thing. How about um, the shortest woman? Yeah. The widest mouth, unstretched. The highest vehicle mileage. The largest living cat. The tallest man ever. The longest nose on a living person. The longest time you held your breath. Yeah. All those different categories found in the Guinness World Records. Well, here's one that really matters. I love this. You see some interns got together with a food distribution and grocery store chain called Spartan Nash. And they decided to break a Guinness World Record. What exactly was it? Well, it's the world's largest word made of packaged food. The old record used 1,111 pieces of packaged food to do this. And Spartan Nash actually decided to spell out the name of their business, Spartan Nash, with 5,791 boxes of food. Pretty cool, right? 150 feet long, 16 feet deep. And yeah, all that food was donated to a, a local company that provides food and clothing to community members in need, which I think is awesome. And these interns, how many were there? Well, 24 interns to make this thing happen. That's a lot of boxes. That's a lot of stuff being moved. And you know what? It reminded me of something. A food giveaway that's happening very shortly. It's coming up on October 8th at the Marshall County Tech School. Yeah, it's going to be free starting at 7.30 until 11 o'clock. That's on October 8th. A food giveaway. They're going to have it set up so you don't have to sign anything. You don't have to give any information. It's a first come, first serve kind of thing. Again, it's October 8th from 7.30 a.m. to 11 at the Marshall County Tech School or until supplies run out. A bunch of local churches getting together to make this happen, trying to help some people right here in our community in our listening area and I think it's amazing stuff so I just wanted to pass that along to you you can jot that down if you've been needing some help with groceries this would be great to be a part of or hey you know what maybe if you even want to volunteer to help with this thing wow why don't you ask your pastor about it see if he knows anything about this food giveaway on October the 8th and you know what y'all might be able to to help maybe send some volunteers and help distribute the food. How cool would that be, right? If not receiving, then actually being a part of the giving. Neat stuff, huh? <laughs> All right, thanks for making us part of your day. I hope that we are living up to our slogan of making your day better. That's what we strive to do every single day. And I know we do that with some amazing music, too. So let's get back to it, shall we? I got Micah Tyler with Walking Free right here, right now on the Lifeline Morning Show. Words pack so much power. You know what the Bible says about our words? It says, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love to talk will reap the consequences. Or, you know what? Might even reap the benefits. Depends on what you're talking about, right? So how are you speaking today? Are you speaking life, or are you speaking not-so-nice things? 
Mm, you know what? Sometimes we need to check ourselves. Uh, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You ready? We need to check ourselves before we... Yeah, you said it. You knew what I was going to say. Wreck ourselves. So, uh, yeah, how do we wreck ourselves on a daily basis? Well, that is really uh, the point of what I'm wanting to talk about right now. Lots of times we talk to ourselves in very detrimental ways, in very negative ways. Maybe you look in the mirror after something doesn't go quite right, and you're like, oh, can't believe you did that, Stephen. Come on, get it together. You know, you say that about yourself. Well, I've done that before. Yeah, quite often, actually. I'm learning not to. But really, when it comes down to it, there are certain things that we say that we could change just a little bit, and it could make the biggest difference in our lives. Some of these, I don't know, dead-end thoughts that we need to change are these. This, I failed. Instead of saying, I failed, maybe we should say something different. Like, you know what? This attempt didn't work. Because when you say, I failed, there's some kind of finality in that. It's like, I failed, that's it, there's no other chances, no do-overs, I'm sorry, I just lost. No, that's not the case at all. Maybe you tried something and it didn't turn out the way you expected. Maybe it was getting that new client, you didn't get them. Maybe it was a promotion, yep, you were not selected for the promotion. But if you tell yourself that you failed, and that's the end of the story... You're being unfair to yourself because there will be other opportunities. you got to remember that. Here's another. If only I had done this. Fill in the blank. Oh, what do you need to tell yourself? How do you change that particular phrase? Well, this is the only one that I'm going to tell you. You don't need to change this phrase. You need to completely lose it. Instead of saying, if I had only done this, say nothing at all. You know why? Because those if-only moments, yeah, there's no place for those. Honestly, seriously, it's dead-end thinking. You're not learning if... You're not learning from the past, if you say that. You're just lamenting it and making excuses. I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. Here's the final one. This one, I think, gets so many people in trouble. Because they believe that there's no more capacity in their brain to learn something new. They say this, this is too complicated. So many times we reserve ourselves to that particular mentality. It's just too complicated. I'm never going to figure this out. Instead of that, just say this, I don't understand this right now. That leaves you some wiggle room because guess what? You are a very intelligent person. You can learn things. You can adapt to your environment. You can change. You know what? Sometimes when I don't know what to do, and if it's something practical, like, I don't know, changing something on my vehicle, I go to the University of YouTube, and I look it up, and I figure out how to do it. (laughs) So sometimes it might feel like it's too complicated, but if you take that thing step by step, you can get it done. So I just wanted to remind you, be gracious to yourself. Give yourself a little a little mercy, you know? A little grace goes a long way, even for ourselves. Remember that, because you live with you 24-7. <laughs> so you better enjoy you, right? And give yourself a little chance to do good. Don't be so hard on yourself. I know it's the thing that we're our own worst critics, but come on. We can be some pretty good motivators of ourselves, too. You know, the Bible's chock full of that kind of stuff. I mean, even David, he had to encourage himself in the Lord. That's how it's talked about in the Bible. Sometimes you need to hype yourself up a little bit. 
Give yourself a better chance of getting through, you know? Thank God he puts people around us to help that, help do that too. People who support us and then people who we can support. So it's just one of those things. We need to watch what we say and how we say it and we can see our lives change for the better. You know what one thing you could say that will change every circumstance in your life? It's just one word. No, really. It's just one name. Here's Newsboys. It says, I speak Jesus. Such a good song. Oh, turn it up. I just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind During many summers, it was me, my little brother John, and my mom in the vehicle driving all the way to Tampa, Florida. You know how long it takes to do that? We're talking about 10 to 12 hours in the vehicle together. Do you think things got a little hairy between me and my little brother? Yeah, you better believe they did. (laughs) I got a story from Sam, an amazing mom who has some similar stories and the reason why we should be thankful for them coming up next. If you are a parent to more than one child, then you know what it's like to be the referee in the car because, yeah, nothing ever goes smoothly. Not in the car, especially if you're in there for a long time. I mean, come on. It can be rough, right? You know what it's like. So does Sam. Sam is an amazing mom. Sam Davidson is her name. And she says, I hate being the car ride referee. She said this, and she has such a way with words. I buckle my 20-month-old into her car seat and immediately start refereeing the inevitable seating fight. Motivated only by their primal urge to win over one another, my nine, seven, and four-year-olds battle for the morning's top seat. It's not that there's a specific seat that's objectively better either, or one they're consistently obsessed with. The only requirement for said seat is that one of their siblings also desires it. Within seconds, I'm forced to raise my voice and physically assist in breaking up altercations and guiding them into their respective workable spots. And just like that, I'm in a full sweat with a hoarse voice before I even buckle my own seatbelt. And sadly, getting everyone in is just the beginning. Regardless of the time or the day, whether we're driving down the street or across state lines, my car is always and inevitably home to unmatched mayhem and madness. I hate the car. The biggest issue is the sibling arguments. Being confined creates a perfectly suffocating and inescapable environment that amplifies every single annoyance one of them has with the other. Just the breathing of my seven-year-old can send his older brother through the roof and navigating the radio to please all four? (laughs) It's a bloodbath. And then there's the baby, the one who's conveniently old enough to know that she's able to communicate but too young to actually converse. She spends the entire time from buckle up to unbuckle repetitively chanting my name. And when I finally respond, instead of having a contribution or a demand, she simply starts saying my name again. I honestly think that she says my name on average 7,000 times in a single car ride. Thankfully, I carry Advil in my purse. And I've tried a few different techniques to mitigate the insanity. Multiple seating arrangements, car bingo, and story podcasts, all to no avail. 
Snacks are temporarily dull. They can dull the chaos from time to time, but then I'm left with a backseat full of crumbs and curdled chocolate milk, typically found days later once the stench has built up enough for me to notice. 20 questions is almost helpful, but after about 10 questions or so, they begin arguing over which questions have already been asked and whose turn it is. And there simply isn't enough money, candy, (laughs) or Pokemon cards in the universe to bribe them as often as I would need. So at this point, I have two choices. I can give up and keep family outings to a walking radius only, or I can grip my teeth, practice deep breathing, and do my best to avoid traffic. And I enjoy our target trips too much to go with number one. So I think I'll work on setting firmer expectations before we get in the car. Maybe I'll give them each a job while riding, something to keep them focused and distract them from one another. But mostly, I'll remind myself that this, like everything else, is just a phase. That too soon they'll be teenagers and driving themselves around. And someday I'll be running errands in an empty vehicle without the sound of bickering or the smell of weak old chicken nuggets. And I'll miss the chaos. I'll miss their fingerprints on the windows and the insistent and relentless mommies from the back seat. I'll miss the belly laughs between arguments and dance parties when a song hits just right because even in the loudest, most exhausting and frustrating moments, in those moments is an acute awareness that I am lucky to have a minivan full of my people. So I'll embrace the mayhem, stock up on Advil, and try to enjoy the ride. What a story. Sam has a way with words, and I wonder if you can relate. You know what? Even in the chaos, there's something to be thankful for, and I'm so glad we can talk about that here on the radio. Sometimes we look up to heaven and we say, Heaven, help me. (laughs) Here's Zach Williams with that song. You know what? God is there. He's always watching. He knows what you're going through. He can give you a little peace in the middle of the chaos, too. So reach out to him as well. He'll make things a little better. When I can't find the words When I can barely breathe I'm falling on my knees Heaven help me Heaven help me I love that God is working things out behind the scenes. We don't even see it. We don't know what's happening. But he's got our best interests at heart and he's making it happen for us. I've got a story coming up uh, from a guy. You probably know him, Steve Harvey. Yeah, he's one of the hardest working guys in show business. But uh, He's got a story about his faith that'll blow your socks off. So stick around. We'll get into it coming up after Blanca and Dante Bow with the healing. Oh, it's just the right time. It was uh, the way things lined up. It couldn't have been anything but God. I love this. Stick around. I'll tell you the story after this. I love hearing people who are in the spotlight share a little light with their faith. Yeah, it's really good. I I mean, seriously, it's a breath of fresh air. Because lots of times when you see somebody who's made it, see somebody who's super successful, they're not very open to telling you these stories of how they got there. Some people say, I'm a self-made millionaire. Well, no, you're not. took a lot more than just yourself to get you here. So when they actually come out and tell you the story, it can really be a good story. It could inspire you just a little bit. And one of these guys, his name is Steve Harvey. You've probably seen him on Family Feud. Yeah, he's been on a lot of shows. 
his own talk shows. He's been on sitcoms. He's been everywhere, right? Stand-up comedian. I've even seen him on TBN hosting a show, Trinity Broadcasting Network. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Well, he's got a story. And this story is so good. I just wanted to share it. Now, this is just one of the many stories that he tells about how he has clung to his faith and how God has come through for him. So I want you to be inspired by this story from Steve Harvey, of all people. Take a listen to this. I used to spend the night in hotel parking lots. What was I going to do? I didn't have nowhere to stay, so I lived in the car. I had $35. And I said, come on, God, man, I've been trying to make this dream come true. You done left me out here like this. And I was crying so hard that he just said, I didn't like hear a voice or nothing. But he spoke to me, and however, he said, if you get up, I'm going to take you places you ain't never been. Now, I was fitting to quit. So I said, skip it. I'm going to quit anyway. So I got in my car. I went to a pay phone. And I was going to call my dad. You remember back in the day where you could punch in a code and call your answering machine and get your messages? So I called. And I punched in the code. And the said, doop. He said, hey, Steve, this is Chuck Sutton with Showtime at the Apollo. We saw a tape of you. You're very funny. If you could get here Sunday night, uh, we'd love to put you on television. Call me back. Let me know if you can make it. So I hung the phone up. I'm crushed. Because my whole dream of being on TV, and I couldn't get to New York. I got $35. How am I going to get to New York? I can't make it. So I'm standing there at the phone booth, and tears just coming down my face. I said, God, so that must be a sign for me to go home. Because this is it. I ain't even got the money to go to the Apollo. My whole thing, I wanted to be on TV. I couldn't even make the dream come true. I'm just, I'm, I'm, this is the most messed up moment. And so I said, man, let me call this dude back and see if he said this Sunday. Because maybe he said next Sunday and I can hustle up a little bit of money or something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but let me just call him back. So I call him back. Steve, this is Chuck Sutton, Showtime at the Apollo. We saw a tape of yours. You're very, very funny. Look, we have an opening Sunday night at Showtime at the Apollo. If you can make it, we'd love to put you on TV. I said, it's this Sunday. Before I hit the button, I heard, doop, you have another message. Now, it wasn't there before. So I punched my code in. I listened to the second message. It said, Steve Harvey, this is Tom Sobel from the Comedy Caravan. I had, this was a Thursday. He said, I have a gig in Jacksonville, Florida on Friday night that pays $150. If you can get there Friday night, you'll make $150. So I, I called him back and I said, hey, Tom, did you get a gig away? He said, no, it's still available. He said, can you get there? I said, I'm in Pensacola, Florida. I'm three and a half hours away. So I drive to Jacksonville, Florida, and that night I kill. I made the 150. Club owner said, Man, you're funnier than the guy we hired. If you stay tomorrow night, I'm going to give you another $150. So now I got $300 now. So I get on the phone. I call Chuck Sutton. I say, hey, man, is the gig still available at Showtime at the Apollo? He said, yeah, we got one opening left. I said, I'll be there. So I call Eastern Airlines, who used to be open back then. They had a special for $99 going from Jacksonville, Florida to New York round trip. 
So I parked my car at the airport. I got it. Got on. Got on playing flute. God was working something behind the scenes. I love that. I love that story from Steve Harvey, and I think we all know how the rest of it goes. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of his big breaks. And let me tell you, that guy is so busy. If you've ever looked him up on social media and looked at his schedule to see how many shows he's a part of, how busy he is all the time, this guy is like working nonstop. But one of the most successful people in show business, and he attributes a lot to God, to his faith. And it's a pretty big deal. So I just wanted to share that with you to let you know that God is always working behind the scenes. You might not be able to see it. You might not hear it. But you better believe it, that God is working on your behalf right now. And when you see what he's doing, it's going to blow your socks off. (laughs) Do you remember watching a cartoon when you were a kid that talked about, uh, I don't know, a society that had flying cars? Yeah, the Jetsons. Where are they at? Where are the flying cars? Why haven't we seen them yet? <laughs> well, guess what? We stand a pretty good chance of seeing them in the next mm, four years or so. Let me tell you what's been happening in the headlines to give us just a little more hope. Here's Crowder. Good morning. Has it been a long night? Maybe been a long year. Maybe been a hard life. Maybe you're not all right. Well, let's play a little music right here and see if you might recognize the song. Got it yet? Is it ringing a bell? (laughs) Yeah. Meet George Jetson. That's the Jetsons, of course. But you know what? They promised us flying cars. So what happened with that? Well, let me tell you. There have been some headlines here lately that give us a little glimmer of hope when it comes to those flying cars. United Airlines, they've gone ahead and ordered some of these vehicles that take off vertically. They can hold four passengers. And guess what? They're looking to have them out and about by 2026. So just four years away from having flying cars, and they say that they may be making some more orders as well. So if that's just the tip of the iceberg, I'm looking forward to having my own flying car. That's going to really cut down on those commute times, right? (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me today here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Let's do it again tomorrow from 6 to 10.